Welcome in to the new week. It's Monday, June 26th on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, I'm glad you're here because we need to talk. There is some stuff going on in the sky and it kicks off today with a big aspect as Mars squares Uranus. This is an early morning aspect. Ray Merriman mentioned it on Saturday. And of course, right there in the two days applying to this aspect, we had this bizarre situation in Russia. Mars rules war. Uranus is in Taurus, Earth, the ground, moving the military on the ground. And if you wanted ever a textbook, cookbook description of Uranus, you just saw it. Sometimes Uranus can just leave your eyes wide open and your jaw hanging down. What in the heck was that? Well, there are a couple of other things in the chart that applied to this. We'll kick those down to the end. Let's talk about the rest of the sky right now. So Mars squares Uranus at 522 this morning, Eastern. Then Mercury enters Cancer tonight. So we have a sign change, 823 p.m. this evening. So if you listened to Saturday's episode, you heard Ray talk about Cancer and the sun obviously in Cancer now being an emotional water sign. So the messenger of the gods all of a sudden has a little tear coming down his cheek sometimes. And he's a little bit more in tune with his heart than totally with his head, as it was just as he was home in air in Gemini. Now, so that you know what kind of week is ahead, let's just hit some high points. And some of these things, of course, we'll drill down as we get closer to them. But on Wednesday, the moon enters Scorpio. And then Wednesday evening, the sun trines Saturn. Saturn in retrograde in Pisces has been a busy little boy, I'll tell you that. And it strikes all of us right at our target center, our luminary, the sun. So we are in that applying aspect even now. Ready, set, go. How about another one? Venus trines Chiron on Thursday. So identify your wound, your Chiron wound, if you know what that is, and then filter it through all things Venus. Relationships, money, love, beauty, etc. But it's a trine, so there's positive healing there if you get on that side of the aspect. And then our Mercury, now in Cancer, busy little boy, trines Saturn on Friday. The moon enters Sagittarius at about 11 o'clock that morning, and then at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, Neptune goes retrograde. So Neptune is, again, Ray mentioned this Saturday, at its strongest right now, all week, all things Neptune. So if your spiritual antenna is clean and clear and pure and up and ready, the messages could come through really strong this week. Moments of inspiration, illuminations, aha moments. More as Robert Glasscock was talking about the other day, the spiritual, oh, wow. Be sure to be calm and receiving enough to capture those when they come. They'll be soft voices. And then, of course, the other side of Neptune could be a desire to just want to check out, numb it up, resist that temptation if you want to choose the high side, but also the lies and deceptions, the illusions, delusions, etc., that are always present with Neptune. But wait, there's more. We have a sextile on Saturday, the moon and Jupiter. You've got a sextile, so that's a little bit shorter orb, if you will, but still powerful and still reflective of Jupiter in Taurus, the money sign. Anything to do with your home, your geography, where you're living, where you're moving. And I would throw relationships in there as well, because Venus certainly is represented. Yes. Now that's on Saturday. 
Follow that up on Sunday with Venus squaring Uranus. So however it is delivered, it's going to be fun. Until it's not. It's a square. Be careful. Approach all those Venusian areas just mentioned with caution. Now let's just take a minute here because there are some good astrology lessons from this situation. Don't you think the sky didn't have a reflection as above, so below in this situation in Russia? So what I did is I went back to Friday at 5 p.m. local time, and I just put my own chart as I'm the astrologer looking at this, okay? So not being too technical here, but what it did is it put Scorpio as the rising sign. Ah, a clue already, because who is the ancient ruler of Scorpio but Mars? And what this also does then is put Leo up in the cusp of the 10th house, so there's fire. There's, I still say, you know, Mars ruling Scorpio has a fire element to it, whether you like it or not. But also Mars is in Leo. So there's your war symbolism. There is the conflict and the challenge all in the 10th house. So affecting a country where the whole world is watching. Now, if you wanted to argue that maybe this isn't over, that it hasn't played fully out. Well, the sun at two degrees cancer is in the eighth house. Is there either a picture of death or at least transformation that we have not seen the end of yet? The other thing is this great grand trine that we were talking about all week last week is still there, still in place today. So you have the shakeup and breakup of the south node in Scorpio, strong because it's changing signs next month, Saturn having just pivoted into retrograde, the station, the most powerful position of all, so Saturn is strong, karma and old structures, and of course rules the sign that Pluto just moved back into, another sign change, and of course it's coming off its station retrograde, Pluto is powerful. And there's a sextile between Neptune and Pluto. I don't care if you're Putin or the Wagner leader guy or one of the troops who was marching toward Moscow or anybody else. Watch your own backside. Obviously, there's an energy with that sextile that says don't trust anything or anybody right now. Or as our former late President Ronald Reagan said about the Soviet Union, trust but verify. So let's just tie that section of the chart together because it applies to you and me just as much as it does a situation way over there. Neptune is in a sextile aspect with Pluto. So right there, what we mentioned before, anything that Neptune is doing, it's already strong. Now it's in a punched sextile to Pluto. It's stronger. So if it's lying to you, it's a bigger lie. If it's the escapism side of Neptune, it could be an overdose or a really bad hangover. If it's some internal feeling or a motivational desire or an intuitive prompt to take some kind of action toward your highest timeline, you better follow it because it's a good one. You used to catch a big fish, you'd say, wow, that's a good one. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> it's up here, hillbilly talk. Right there's a good one now. Better get on with it. <laughs> I've lived up here. How long? <laughs> But there's one piece of it. So the sextile between Neptune, you have to figure out how is Neptune playing here. And then you have Saturn in retrograde in Pisces, so ruled by Neptune. So there's the whole Saturn piece to it, at least reviewing something that doesn't serve anymore. And then Pluto having moved back into the turf of old structures. And yes, maybe there's something in your own life because this is so strong on our planet right now. This is big, strong energy. So maybe for all of us, 
Something is coming up that is challenging an old structure that no longer serves. Hope that helps. Wow, what a weekend it has been and a week ahead. We'll stay with it every day this week. Have a wonderful Monday and I'll see you tomorrow.